Hey guys, welcome to the review for the 228th uh, chapter or shift as Disney Arts, uh, formerly uh, Jack Lador, known also as Michelle, but Disney Arts, Arts um, just released yesterday. Um, she entitled it, this being, like I say, the 228th edition of Metamorphosis and Malleability. She entitled this shift slash chapter as Hot Pursuit. And you're probably wondering why she did that. Why she would name it that, um, you know, <laughs> uh, for this chapter, if you will. Well, it's quite simple. Because a lot has been developing as of late. Now, one of the side plots of M to M, as she calls it for short, is... Basically, Griella gets called upon by this, I guess you could say, the secret agency or something like that, that's trying to uh, basically find out the truth about certain things, about certain individuals that were after Briella and her and the powers that she had. And what's interesting about this is she basically lets her friends and her lets her friend Ilana uh, just gonna call, yeah Ilana just call that and her girlfriend Crystal in on what's going on and here's what's interesting about this recent chapter Ilana and even Crystal to an extent are very uneasy about the mission the recent mission or I guess you could say um, test or objective that Brielle is being asked to do because basically Ilana, more so than Crystal, feels that uh, this agency ran by these people, by this Duncan guy and, and his uh, female associates, you know, is hiding something. Like there's something not truly right about it. Like, you know, like Ilana kind of, you can kind of get the idea in the story that she maybe appreciates the trying to keep Briella safe, but they're not... But, even though she may appreciate that, she also feels like there's something that they're hiding. Like she's not, you know, getting, like Briella's not getting the whole truth out of them. Like there's something more they're not telling Briella. So, basically, she's telling Briella, look, be careful about what you do here. You know, be careful about what you're gonna, about to um, do. And because basically this mission, or this recent inquiry that they want Brielle to do, that Duncan and his crew want her to do, is to envelop, basically disguise one of their own agents to go on an infiltrating kind of like mission uh, for some intel. They want to get some intel basically, you know, that, you know, leads back to the uh, Dr. Z guy, we'll just call him that, who tried to get Briella's powers for himself, but it ended up killing him. So they're trying to track down any trace of information they can to find out, okay, who is the one that leaked Dr. Z uh, information about, you know, ourselves, but also leaked him information about, you know, the ability that Briella has. You know, who did that? You know, they want to know what, basically, they want to know what senior researcher let out, you know, 
the information, basically spilled the beans when they weren't supposed to. It's like, who allowed access to Dr. Z, E, and others associated with him in the first place at the facility? That's what they want to know. That's what they want to get to the bottom of. So they're having Briella going all the, on all these different kind of different undercover uh, missions, you know, kind of stealth missions using her abilities. And this latest one is to cover up one of the agents to uh, kind of help out. But what happens is when they go and, you know, uh, have this meeting to get the information, one of the people they encounter, another female, is able to detect that, well, Briella is among them. She's able, somehow she's able to kind of figure out Briella is there in disguise. And I think, she, and I have to go back and read the chapter, but I think she figured out that Briella is covering and disguising uh, one of the females from Duncan's side. So, yeah. So, yeah, uh, basically, you know, Briella, I guess, is kind of found out, but not, you know, like, oh, I'm in trouble kind of deal. But what's interesting, though, is, you know, Briella takes, you know, like, the concern that her best friend and her girlfriend have about this whole situation to heart, right? She takes it to heart. So, just out of curiosity, she leaves a piece of herself at the house, right? Along with a fiancé. A little piece of herself. But suddenly, but suddenly something happens. Suddenly this little piece kind of disconnects with her. Kind of like, you know, it kind of disconnects, kind of shuts her off. And Briella's like, wait a minute, what the heck's going on? And what's ironic is this all happens the moment she meets this other woman who has, who can help them out maybe with getting some information because it sounds like this woman has similar abilities as Briella. Not the same, but similar. You know? And it's ironic that something occurred at that time which caused a disconnect. So, Briella, basically after the mission is complete, or well, kind of complete, not a failure, but kind of semi-successful, silver lining kind of deal, uh, Briella decides to, uh, to go home. Briella decides to go home and everything to figure out, okay, you know, how did she know, basically to figure out, okay, how did the mission fail? How did this woman know I was there? You know, but also to figure out why there was a disconnect between her and her little friend. You know, basically her little piece of herself that she left behind. And when she gets home, she's pondering this still. Her fiance Crystal is there to greet her. And she's wondering, okay, you know, where's that little, you know, thing at? Where's that little bit of me at? And Crystal holds out her hand and is like, oh, you mean this? Um, she was right here. And then Briella, she gets upset. She just goes full on gooey slime wave monster. <laughs> like, like, in, you know, in anger and being like, you know, do you, kind of looking at that little thing, like, do you realize what you've done to me? Do you realize the heck you just put me through? Because what she does is she, when she goes on these kind of situ, uh, missions or goes into different areas um, and stuff, she leaves a piece of herself behind at her best friend's house or her fiance's home just in case she needs to communicate with them on what's going on 
as well as alert them to maybe call for help if she needs it. Well, because this little part of her decided not decided to kind of close off any connection, Briella's not too thrilled. So she's mad. And they end up chasing each other right into the cracks of the wall. Basically, they merge with the wall um, through the vent. If you, well, actually, they don't merge with the wall. They go through the vent because she's chasing after this little thing. And this little thing's just like laughing, kind of like giddy, kind of laughing about it and everything, like thinking it's funny. And Briella's not happy, so Briella's going after it because she's mad. Like, you, you, do you realize what you cost me? Do you realize what you've done, right? So anyway, she's chasing after this little part of her, and Crystal's like, um, sweetie, are you okay? Because she's hearing all this banging happening in between uh, the walls of the house until it grows fainter, and that's when we get into this next chapter here, where basically we find out that the reason, uh, the reason the sounds were growing fainter was because of the fact that Briella had chased uh, this little piece of herself outside and just like her this little piece of herself is able to shapeshift into whatever she needs she's able to shapeshift into a wasp into a fish Briella is trying her best to pursue it looks like she's going to get to it at times but she can't and ultimately in the end at the end of the story this little piece of her escapes but what's interesting about it is what is developed you know in the story what is developed from a character and power perspective and everything uh for Brie because even though like I said Brie would usually leave a piece of herself behind to uh basically get you know kind of get the attention of, of, of her best friend or her girlfriend to let them know what's happening you know and stuff like that here She's able to one. She's able to sense the fact that this little piece of herself not only has grown sentient, in other words, become its own individual, but because of the connection she has with it, because it's basically a part of her, it's basically herself. She senses, you know, something else, and that's an emotion, an emotion of hatred, pure, raw hatred and disgust and despiseness for Briella. But you're wondering why. Why is she hating, hating on her? You know, when, you know, pretty much this little thing is her. You know, what, what's the deal? Why does this little thing of Briella hate on her? We, we don't know. But what's interesting is when Briella does try to capture it, it looks like she's about to, this little thing comes to the conclusion, wait a minute, I'm part of her, made from her, I can use her. And what does she start doing? by using her. She starts ciphering off bits of Briella into her. That's right, she starts ciphering bits of Briella into her to grow even bigger, to become a little bit more powerful. And Briella basically notices this and has to basically let go and figure out, okay, this is not working. And that, like I said, allows this little piece of her that's grown sentient and independent of its, on its own to get away. And then what she hears kind of when it's getting away and almost out of distance, basically out of like, okay, I can't communicate with her, I can still sense her, but not much. What she hears is laughter. But not like, you know, joyful laughter or anything, but basically laughter of very, very fiendish, very evil-like, if you will. So she basically decides at the end of the story to 
I shapeshift into a drone, fly home, and contemplate, okay, how do I figure, how do I come up with a way to defeat myself? How do I figure out how to beat myself? You know, um, now that, you know, she pretty much has figured, okay, this little bit of myself not only has grown sentient, but now realizes that it could become just as powerful as me by taking out, taking, by basically ciphering it off and absorbing pieces of me into her. So yeah, she flies off to figure out and contemplate how she's going to do that, but also to make, to allow her girlfriend Crystal not to be too worried about her whereabouts. And also probably to explain to her and her best friend, yeah, this is what happened. And I don't know how. But yeah, it's, uh, it's really interesting. It's really interesting how this 228th chapter slash shift um, has turned out. I like it. I really do. I do like it. Um, it definitely shows you what, you know, Desi Arts has done before. You see, Desi Arts is no stranger from, you know, going in a different direction with a concept like this. I mean, for example, she, when she did the Unlimited series, you know, when she did the Unlimited series, you know, yes, yeah, you know, at first it started out as nothing more than fun and stuff for, for the main character, Isaac, until later on, his actions had consequences that nearly cost him his existence. When, when the two personas that he would sometimes become, or at least one of the personas he would become, and then a persona he became aim afterwards, became their own individual entities. And like I said, they basically, and basically because of that, it nearly cost him his existence. So she's known to take what's kind of like a fun-loving, you know, all fun, erotic, NFSW kind of like story and turn it on its head sometimes when need be to really get people's attention. And believe it or not, she has done that here with this story. I will give her that. I will give her that. And I can't wait to see what she's got planned for the 229th one. I mean, basically, ladies and gentlemen, we are essentially, uh, when you really think about it, 20 weeks away 20 weeks away from the 250th um, shift. We are 20 weeks away. That's right. You know, we got the 229th one coming out next Thursday or Friday, depending on the time frame. And we have the 230th one coming out around December. Well, not December, but September, I should say. Beginning of September, not December. What am I talking about? (laughs) You know, around that time frame. So we have that. And then we got the rest of September, October, November, December. We're getting to that point. We are getting to that point. So we'll see exactly, you know, what she has in store for us. But I'm looking forward to it. You know, there are many people that might speculate to follow the story that maybe this is Dr. Z. Maybe he, maybe somehow he found a way to infiltrate her blood system. It was just biding his time and waiting his turn, waiting for his opportunity. We don't know. Maybe this might, maybe this little thing that, this little piece of her that's become sentient, maybe it's that alter ego she became, that, you know, secretary that she went, that she first introduced to us um, many chapter shifts ago, who basically took on a life of her own and decided to get it on with one of the people that inspected her backyard for landscaping. It could be that, we don't know. But we'll have to see, we'll have to wait and see. But I do recommend checking it out, guys. And that's all I'm going to say. 
I gotta get into work now. Uh, but let me know what your thoughts are down below. Desi Arts, keep up the good work. Can't wait for more. And until then, I am out, guys.